Hello and welcome to Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and you are listening to a free preview of today's episode. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Sharp China. I'm Andrew Sharp, and on the other line, Bill Bishop. Bill, how you doing? I'm good, Andrew. Nice to see you again. Hey, everybody. It's good. Good to be back. Yes, and、uh, it's going to be a busy day today. You know, I say it every week. We've got a lot to get to. <laughs> It's doubly true today.、Uh, first Kissinger appearance on the podcast. We had a hacking scandal late last week. But can I tell you, as an internet news consumer, what my favorite category of internet news story is? Salacious rumors. Well, salacious rumors is a pretty broad category, but specifically, I love any story that leads to people doing amateur flight tracking online. It happens a lot in college football when coaches are interviewing for new jobs. Yes, happens with NBA free agency sometimes. Happened with Musk a couple times in the past year or so. That's like the final level of insane internet story, and it has been happening in the China space as people try to figure out what's happening to Chin Gong.、Uh, so that's where we're going to start, and then we have several other agenda items to hit. And for anyone who's unfamiliar with the basics of this story, Bill, you and I talked about it briefly last week in a digression during last week's episode, but I'll read from CNN. China's foreign minister Chin Gong has not been seen in public for three weeks—an unusually long absence during a busy period of diplomatic activity in Beijing, sparking intense speculation in a country known for its political opaqueness. Chin, 57, a career diplomat and trusted aide of Chinese leader Xi Jinping, was promoted to foreign minister in December after a brief stint as ambassador to the United States. As foreign minister, Chin has delivered searing rebukes of Washington after relations plunged to a new low in the aftermath of a suspected Chinese spy balloon that was shot down over the U.S. But the high-profile diplomat has not been seen in public since June 25th, after he met with officials from Sri Lanka, Vietnam, and Russia in Beijing. The brief health reason cited by authorities has failed to quell a groundswell of largely unsubstantiated speculation as to why Chin has not been seen. These rumors are driven by a lack of transparency in the Chinese political system, in which information is closely guarded and important decisions are mostly made behind closed doors," said Deng Yuen, a former editor of a Communist Party newspaper who now lives in the U.S. So, Bill. The CNN reporting there does not delve into the specific speculation that's emerged, but what are your general thoughts on how all of this is playing out here? So、uh, there are lots of rumors.、Um, the only thing we know with any certainty is that Ting Gong has not been seen in public since June twenty fifth.、Um, I believe his last official public meeting was with the、uh, Russian Deputy Foreign Minister,、mm-hmm. um, and that the Ministry of Foreign Affairs. Tried to dodge the question, then said it was physical, and then since then has basically when been asked repeatedly. The spokesperson has basically said they have no information. It's a complete black box.、Um, he has missed、uh, several important meetings. As you said ASEAN, the ASEAN Foreign Ministers meeting was probably the most important, and his predecessor Wang Yi, who's now above him in the hierarchy, and the, the sort of the top diplomat, Wang Yi was set in his place.、Uh, the rumor mill is going crazy. We can talk about the rumors. I will just say that there again,、uh, there is no evidence on any of these rumors. So, and we've seen 
various cycles. Like just about a year ago, there was a big rumor going around that there was a coup against Xi Jinping in the run up to the 20th Party Congress. Um, took on a life of its own. Obviously, the Chinese aren't come out and say, no, there's no coup. And of course, it turned out there was no coup. Um, I remember I wrote a I wrote a newsletter edition, a special edition about like why I thought the coup rumors were BS and really pissed off a whole bunch of people. Uh, the Qinggong thing is very interesting. It is a very bad look for the PRC to have their foreign minister disappear for over three weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, if it is, you know, we'll go through some of the rumors. One set of rumors involves something like a heart attack. Um, there's a variation where a heart attack. And then he had a stroke. Then there's also he has COVID, although three and a half weeks for a case of COVID after having all the vaccines and boosters and access to Paxlovid seems pretty, pretty unlikely at this point. Right. Uh, his predecessor, um, as both foreign minister and ambassador of the U.S., Yangtzeh, had a massive heart attack in 2001 when he was ambassador to the U.S., uh, he had a triple bypass surgery by Reagan's heart surgeon, was, was saved by Reagan's heart surgeon. Um, there is no shame in having a heart attack. So is that true even in a CPC context? Because we were talking last week about how weird the party can be around health issues. What the, the thing is, is they don't like to disclose it. But the fact remains that Yang Jinxer had his heart attack. I think he was 51 and he was even younger than Chin is. And then he went on to become the top diplomat, right? He became foreign mm-hmm. minister. Then he was promoted into the, to the top party position, made the Politburo. So um, that on its face isn't a problem for a career. You would think if it were, say, a heart attack, they could at this point sort of send out a picture of like Qinggong convalescing or the smile or, or something. Right. Um, none of that has happened. And so in the absence of any information, people are going to go nuts. And so the primary sort of the main rumor um, is that there was a, um, a prominent Phoenix TV correspondent named Fu Xiaotian who interviews sort of leaders and top officials around the world and interviewed Qinggong, I think in, 2021 or 2000. Anyway, I think maybe 2022. And then nine months or so later had a baby. Um, Mm. And then, but posted pictures of herself with her parents, but no father made comments on her Weibo around like the day of Chin Gong's birthday. And when he was promoted um, leading to us all sorts of speculation that this was an extramarital affair. And this was a child born out of wedlock in the U S which means it's eligible for U.S. The, the boy would be eligible for U.S. passport. She right. also posted photos of when she posted photos of herself with her baby and what looks like her parents. They were in a mansion in California that rents for sixty thousand dollars a month. People found this stuff online. I think the it's fifteen million on Zillow if you want to buy it. Yep, there's um, been a lot then, of sleuthing, and then and then she get had the posted. Tarmac. Well, then she had posted a couple of pictures where she's in a Gulfstream, I think a six fifty, a G six fifty, I think, which are like what sixty seventy million dollars. Um, not something that a TV anchor would be able to afford. So somebody, somebody is was was paying for these flights. And her last post, I think, was in April. And in, and then the, someone figured out the picture from the plane was it was in L.A. and they, the day, and they figured out the likely plane tail number and flight path, which gets you to Beijing. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the last we've heard. Since then, uh, again, the rumor mill is going crazy. There are some weird things on the Chinese internet where there are various articles talking about her in sort of like people. And the, the issue for the Chinese government is it's not what's necessarily being said in the on Twitter in the West, but it's what's what's going around the system inside China and on the Chinese internet. And people are talking about it, but not talking about it, finding different ways to talk about it. It's incredibly corrosive. And so the problem the problem is, is if this is actually some sort of a behavioral or d- disciplinary problem for Qinggong, 
it reflects extremely badly on Xi Jinping because Qinggong was promoted ahead of schedule. So he jumped over people in the system. Yes. There was a lot, what I had heard at the time, and you know, when he was made a, a member of the Central Committee at the 20th Party Congress in October, that was a surprise. But I think he was one of three people for the Ministry of Foreign Affairs system. At that point, it was obvious that he was going to be the next foreign minister or, or pretty clear that he was going to be the next foreign minister. And, you know, at the time, then there were people saying, oh, there's, you know, that pissed off some people in the foreign ministry. There's a lot of rivalries, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, you would assume he would have been vetted for this promotion. So whoever was in charge of that vetting obviously either didn't think it was a big deal because having extramarital affairs, even though publicly the party says you're not supposed to do that privately, it happens mm-hmm. to, uh, to be euphemistic um, or they missed it. Um, or again, it wasn't a big deal, but then somehow someone who, who wanted to embarrass Qing Gong or embarrass Xi Jinping got hold of this information and leaked it, uh, right. is, is one other sort of variant of the theory. We don't know. Then there is the, the sort of, no, it's related to this alleged rumored corruption investigation in the PLA that involves, depending on your variation, uh, massive corruption in the nuclear rocket forces or the son of a general who was in the U.S. who Chingon helped, who then became a spy for the U.S. I mean, this is, again, I'm not, these are like, these are the rumors that are out there. Uh, they have no, nothing publicly available will support them as being true, but yes. that's what's going on. One thing I will say is two years ago. All right, and that's the end of the free preview. If you'd like to subscribe and receive full episodes of this show, you can do that in two ways. First, you can go to Sinicism.com and sign up for Bill's newsletter, which will also give you access to all of our Sharp China shows. Or if you want to receive all our Sharp China episodes, along with daily analysis of the tech business from Ben Thompson, several other podcasts about technology, and more shows that we'll be adding in the months to come, you can click the link in your show notes and subscribe to Stratechery Plus. 